Hello. The discussion you're about to hear on this podcast was recorded before the announcement of Russell T Davis as the new showrunner of Doctor Who in 2023. So the topic of our discussion is now going to seem very much out of date. Anyway, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Who See Podcast with me, Phil. Some of us rewatch Doctor Who serials in their entirety, as a particular story can sometimes remind us of a particular point in our lives. But more often than not, it's a certain episode within that story that can trigger those memories, be they happy or sad, good or bad. So in this occasional series of audio commentaries, I invite a special guest to select a single episode of a Doctor Who story and come and chat their way through their episode of choice and the memories that it evokes. My guest this episode is uh, an old friend of the show, actually. Uh, it's a returning guest. It is Paul Heath from the Pharos Project. Welcome back, sir. Oh, good evening, Phil. Good evening. Good evening, good evening. So, Thanks for how are you back, mate? Thanks for having I, me back. I say it's been a long time. Um, mm. I, th- I think we, we, we briefly discussed this before we, we start recording. I think the last time, I think the last time you were on this uh, podcast, when we, we did a uh, an audio commentary for Planet of Fire at Galley, uh, it must be about three, three, four years ago now? That's easy, four years ago, that. It's got to be, mate. Yeah. It can't be that long, surely. Crikey. No, but, it must uh, be. Must be. must be, must be. Well, I say it's been a long, long, long time, but too, too long actually. To uh, so, got very glad to have you no, back. I say that it's about the right time, if you ask me. <laughs> you don't want to overdo these things, Phil. Oh, that's true. That is true. That is mm. true. So, um, obviously, it's been a long time since we discussed anything, um, let alone Doctor Who. Um, so, really, what, what's your thoughts on our, our, our chippers and uh, <laughs> and and, and uh, Miss Mrs. Whitaker leaving the show? Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm. Mm-hmm. I would have liked uh, Mrs. Whitaker to stay on for another year or something, because I'd like to see what she can do with someone who actually knows how to bleed and write. Yeah, because I think that's Chris Chibnall yeah. has been <laughs> the worst thing to happen to Doctor Who since I don't know John Nathan Turner probably. <laughs> that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. That bit harsh. Bit harsh. But. Yeah. It, it does seem, yeah, it does seem to be the the general consensus that everybody would prefer if she stayed, um, and and he just left. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I honestly, yeah. I don't want him to have anything to do with Doctor Who again. He's abysmal. He's he's writing is. I mean, I'm no no one to judge really because I can't I can't I can barely string two sentences together. You know, I can't write anything. But even I know that's terrible. <laughs> you don't know how to do plots and characters. What's wrong with you? Who told you you were good at this? I know. I know. I think after the success of uh, Broadchurch, which I never actually watched, I didn't watch any of the. Uh, was it three series he did of that? Um, yeah, and even that was yeah. two and a half series too long. Yeah, I well, I'd say I didn't watch any of them, so um, I, I've got absolutely no opinion. But I, I can only really go on what he wrote for Doctor Who previously. And they were never what you call classic episodes, were they? They were sort of filler, as far as I was concerned. The, the thing with... I think he's a good ideas man. You mm. know, I think he would have made... If they'd have gone back to the old way of just doing... Right, you're the showrunner. 
and you're the script editor, and then we have people write the scripts. He might have been all right, because I think he's got good ideas. Because the stuff that he writes for Doctor O, let's let's just forget that he ever did like Cyber Woman. Uh, but most of the <laughs> other stuff... Oh, cry, I forgot about Torchwood. Oh, hell. Christ, yeah. It's, there's a germ of a decent idea there. Hmm. Like, the, was it The Power of Three with little black boxes and that? That's a classic jib and all that. It's a good idea, mm. but he doesn't know how to stick the landing. It's, yeah. There's no finish to it whatsoever. It's just... Oh. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that was... Uh, unfortunately, it's sort of quite common of... I, I find a modern Doctor, and probably not so much now, but it's waved the sonic screwdriver around as if it were a magic wand, yeah. uh, which is which is basically how that episode ended. He, he waved his sonic sonic around and blew everything up, and that was the end of the power of three, really. Mm. Um, yeah, which was yeah, as you say, didn't out to land it. Um, yeah, I'll tell I, you, I, if I had a TARDIS in real life, if I had a real life TARDIS, the first yeah. stop I'd make would be back when he was on that. What was it? Did you see or something? Having a right pop at Pip and Jane Baker. Oh, I'd go God, back oh, to there and I'd slap the living crap out of that man. That, well, I, I think I'd now he should. He's off the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> he should be made to watch that on an endless loop. Actually, I think you know, if one of his own personal levels of hell, that's what that's what should happen. Because I, I I feel sorry for Pip and Jane Baker because that they get I think they get unfairly sort of like taken to task over their scripts because the reason they they were um, approached to write scripts, Doctor, it was to get John Nathan Turner out of the shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Other other stories fell through. He turned around to them because they were quick they and they could come up with quick. something. Exactly. You know, and in other professions, that's a real handy trait to have. It, yeah, not much. Not much. <laughs> so, you know, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, so I, I feel sorry for them, some that young whippersnapper like him, um, hmm. taking them to task and then seeing what he's churned out now. Um, yeah. As I say, he should be made to watch that on an endless loop. Yeah, the thing with Chibnall as well, the way he's handled these. these these series that he's been given. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get a bit, bit political here. Oh, Ben Elton in his suit. Ooh, bit political. Yep. Ooh. Bit of politics. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he seems to be on a crusade to make it like, I am the most worthy person in the world. Look what I've done. I have cast this person. I have cast this person. I have brought up this subject. I've ran this down your throat. Stop. Mm, yeah. All we want is a bit yeah. of entertainment, mate. You know? I know that that, that I think that that's the thing. I mean, Doctor Who's always been political to a certain degree, particularly mm. sort of. Well, I think when Barry Letts was in charge of the show, because he had a few things that he liked. He liked. He, he bought things like pollution and yeah, yeah. and even sort of Buddhism and things like that. But he did it in a way that it didn't it didn't actually stop the plot. It was part Have, of it. Yeah, it, it was part of yes. it. It was woven into the story. Um, but this now, and I think that's the thing that everyone sort of complained about. It, the action stopped. The doctor gave a lecture on whatever the topic was of that yeah. week. Yeah. Lecture over. Back to the action. Mm. Um, it was so clunkily done as well. But I think, and I, th- I think I said this on um, when Paul and I last our, our sort of I think it was our September uh, podcast. I think I it was me made a remark of well you shouldn't be making television that's trying to appeal to everybody, you shouldn't be trying to tick all the boxes. Mm. You're going to piss someone off. You, you can't odds it. Yeah. You, you know, and and if you try and make something that's going to appeal, trying to appeal to everybody, you end up with well a big lump of nothing. Really, it ends up appealing to no one. Yeah, it's just confused. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
So, which, which I think really, I'm not saying it's all been bad because um, there's been some good stuff in there. Yeah, but I mean, very tellingly, the, the only episode that I've actually been back and watched more than once. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, there were periods, especially during Jodie's first season, where I'd let it build up on the DVR. I hadn't even bothered to watch it every week because I just had lost interest. But the yeah. one that really got me from the last season was the um, was it Villa Diodanti or whatever it is. Oh, the Haunts of the Villa Diodanti, oh, which was brilliant. Great. But it's the only one not written by him. <laughs> he had nothing to do with that one. It wasn't co-written oh, by him. He had nothing to do with it, and that was nothing easily to do with the him. best one. Yeah. No, that, that was a cracking bit of television, that one. Mm. It really was. That really was. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, because that then... premiered the night, it was Galley. In fact, the last Galley so far. And everyone okay. was walking around Galley going, did you see Doctor Who today? It was actually pretty good. And people were amazed. <laughs> and that, that, fans. Yeah, I know, that, that's, that's interesting because I think the last time um, I, I was at Galley, I don't think Jodie Whittaker's first series that actually aired. Hmm. But you had a lot of people really cosplaying as yes, her, and there was yeah, quite yeah. A, a, a a buzz at that, that that particular um, galley that you know we, we got a, you know it's going in a whole new direction. It's going to be so open to everybody to watch now. Um, what was the feeling afterwards at galley? What was was there that same sort of buzz, or had people sort of gone a bit sort of cool on the idea? It, it was weird because there were. I'm going to say the majority of people weren't thrilled about it, uh, didn't like it, but there were certain people who did really enjoy that that season. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was either the best season so far or the worst. It was very polarising. Mm. I mean, you understand that. I mean, it was important, I think. I think it was important for a woman to play the Doctor. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. You should be able to, everyone should be able to see themselves on TV or whoever they are, their race, their, their, their gender or everything. They, you've got a right mm. to be able to see that on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be represented. Uh, I don't think that's the issue at all with Whitaker's tenure. It's just the writing. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, I think as we've already said, there's ways you can do that by weaving it into the plot or, or you know, rather than lecturing mm. each week, stopping everything for it to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a shame, really, because I, th- I think... I think you know. Even now, Jodie Whittaker. I saw something in, in online today report because there was a bit of filming going on in Cardiff um, with, of, of her in the TARDIS, and every time it's up, and the the, uh, the the female, the first female Doctor, and she'll be ever known as the first female Doctor rather than just the, the Doctor. 13th, yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, exactly. It'll always be the first female Doctor. You know, it, it's if they cast a um, a black actor. It will be the first black doctor. Yeah, it won't. As you say, it won't be the fourteenth or just the doctor. You know, it's um, yeah. Once you've got that handle, it it never goes, does it? Mm, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I, I think it's um, yeah. It's a shame she's going. I think she, I think she could do better. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, with, with, yeah, yeah. With with some different scripts and an, and my personal um, bugbear, I hate that TARDIS console. Oh, it's it's, it's a, horrible! It's, it's an abomination. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. See, I'm, I'll, I'll be glad to see the back of that. I really will. <laughs> and the, the, the bloody Sonic as well. I mean, come on. Oh, oh no. It's, oh no. It looks. I'm not going to say it looks 
It's like a dog's penis. I'm not going to say <laughs> that, but it does. Well, having <laughs> not looked at many dog's penises, I could oh, You've not lived, Phil. <laughs> There's always been cats in my life, I'm afraid. Never. <laughs> you can't have everything, mate. You can't, you can't. But, uh, anyway, it's getting a bit penis-y. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, that, yes. that, so that, that's enough sort of like more or less slagging off, Doctor. Let's talk about some, some who and watch some who uh, that you mm. actually like and sort of brings back... Well, I'd say certain memories for you. Now, are, are these, uh, before we get going, um, what mm. have you selected um, to, to watch this evening? It's episode four of Earthshock. Okay. Now, now, um, why why have you picked that? Not for the reason you're thinking. I'll tell you Okay. That All right. It's When I was little, uh, my first memories of getting into Doctor O uh, were obviously like, Tail end of Tom Baker, beginning of um, Peter Davison. Uh, yeah. And I had some toys. I, I had the TARDIS with the green and red things on, on the top. You could make the Doctor appear and disappear. I had Tom Baker dolly. Like the Denny Fisher stuff, yeah? Yeah, same here. Yeah, I also yeah. had a Cyberman. Which ah, I, right. Okay. I loved that doll. It was weird. Yeah. You look at it now, it's got a nose. I mean, you know, it's, it's a weird looking thing. And it's supposed to be wearing clown trousers as well. It's not. It's it got, it's they were sewed up at the bottom. I remember they were sewed. It, it was sewed onto him. So you took his little plastic booty off, and you still couldn't see yeah. his feet. Uh, and my dog <laughs> at the time used to love that plastic booty. He used to chew oh, it okay. up. All the, uh, you put it back on. The side man looked like he had some sort of terrible industrial injury, <laughs> <laughs> like mangled foot. But uh, I loved that, and I loved. My mum used to read me like Target novelizations, and I used to hear about Cybermen there. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Doctor Who magazine, you know, you'd see pictures of Cybermen and stuff like that. But I'd never actually seen them at all. Oh, okay. Until my ninth birthday, which was the date that Earthshot Part 1 went out. So, I mean, you know the, the old story about Earthshot Part 1. They didn't advertise mm. it was going to be Cybermen at all. No, no, not at all. No. So... Me sitting there on my birthday, I've just blown my candles out, watching Doctor O, and all of a sudden there's Cybermen. I, it blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. I was so happy. <laughs> this was the era when it was... Was it Monday and Tuesday? I seem to remember. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode Monday and Tuesday, and then you'd wait a week, and Monday and Tuesday again. So yeah, episode one and two, and there's not a lot of Cybermen in... One and two, really. They're basically monitoring uh, the Doctor diffusing a bomb and then sodding off to a freighter. Yep. The next week, when you got episode three and four, I looked forward to that for a whole week. I was so excited. Like, playing me favourite side of Mandolly. Oh, Looking brilliant. forward to this this episode. And then it, three and four came on, <clears throat> and I was traumatised. I was so scared <laughs> by the Cybermen. <laughs> It gave me nightmares, especially the fella in part three that gets trapped halfway through a door. Um, oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, I could have picked either three or four. I know you're thinking it's probably Adric why I picked it, but it's... No, yeah. it's generally it's generally to do with the, the actual surprise and horror yeah. of seeing the Simon for the, the very first time. The yeah. reason <laughs> I picked the second half of the story is because it's the trauma. They caused me. <laughs> I was so looking forward to seeing the Cybermen, and they 
terrified me. It's the first time I can be, I remember properly being scared by Doctor O. You haven't looked at a pair of moon boots the same since, have you? Oh God, no! I remember <laughs> it was just after that they became fashionable in school, and I was I was just sat in the closet. <laughs> I couldn't go out and play. Oh God. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Now, that, that's actually quite refreshing because I, th- I thought you, 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 you selected it just because Adric carked it in this episode, actually. So. The thing is, I mean, you can, you can see online there's versions of it. You can get dubbed with a laugh track and, and the end titles are like Terry and June theme tune and stuff like that. Kind yeah, of. yeah. If It's easy to say, oh, we hated Adric, but if you, you didn't. If you were like a kid at the time, you didn't hate Adric. Of course no. you didn't. No. You didn't know any better. You didn't know he was a tosser. You had to get. You had to become a tosser yourself to recognise. Yeah, tosser exactly. In him. Yeah, you had to be an adult to recognise yeah. the tosser in him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. well, should we should we start watching it then? Yes, go on. Let's start watching it now. Um, for for Paul and for people at home who've got to watch along with us. Um, now I've obviously um, <clears throat> I've I've ripped this from the uh, the Blu-ray the the uh, the latest collection. Um, that that season that came out. So because my um, Blu-ray ripper um, doesn't actually tell you which track he is, it was a bit trial and error um, on what I got. So I, obviously we are going to watch episode four, but it's the one with the redone effects on it. Oh, lovely! At the end, so um, so that that's the one we're gonna watch. So it's not the, the not the original uh, transmitted version. So it's going to be slightly different. So so if you're ready at home, everybody, we're going to be pressing play. Uh, on the count of five. So it's five, four, three, two, one, and play. Oh, we're in. We we are straight in. Straight in. The Davison titles. Oh, smashing. I've actually you got know goosebumps. What? I... This is mad. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. The things I, I absolutely... When Tom Baker's last season and they went to this new Starfield thing, mm. I I was horrified because I switched on the Watch Doctor 2 and I saw that. What, what's happening? What's, what's, and the new theme tune arrangement. What, what's going on? Um, and now I love it. I hated it back then. You still, still can't beat the Tom, but the original Tom Baker titles. But these, oh, I don't know. For me, this is this is the one for me. You mean the Tom it, Baker with the the swirly tunnel thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the old slit scan version. As oh, Beryl Reed. Oh, Beryl. Oh, look at this. Look, no camera trickery involved here. There were that many Cybermen. <laughs> oh, Beryl Reed. Look. I don't know. I don't know about you, Paul, but the only thing I knew Beryl Reed from at the time was Mooncat and Co. Good lord, man! Moon do you remember Ca- that? Yeah, I do remember Mooncat. Oh, yeah, Stephen Claridge. You've, um, you've given me all the nostalgias there. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, Mooncat. The bloke who did Mooncat then obviously went to do Roland Rat. No, really? Yes, really. Yeah. Oh. Well, Steve you a mine of useless information. I am, yes. Sir. Good I know nothing to save anyone's life. <laughs> oh, Sarah Sutton in this story, especially this part here, yeah? She's yeah, properly yeah. phoning it in. Oh, you, God, you yeah. look later on. She can't even be bothered to react later on. And also, a testament to the, the, the BBC's ingenuity, yeah? Mm. This entire freighter is about four of those big canister things and that set of steps. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. Mm. They just spent all the money on the Sidemen costumes, I think. Which, by the way, look absolutely brilliant. Oh, top top dollar, yeah. They are top dollar, aren't they? But Bell Reed here, good lord. Because this was the start of JNT doing his like, stunt casting, wasn't it? 
Oh yeah. Have you have you seen any of the um the out sort of not outtakes but the the sort of yeah. behind the scenes stuff with the, her, the warp drive uh, bit. Yeah, when she's having a right pop at uh, Peter Grimwade. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bit where she's saying, "So dear, uh, we're saying we we've just come out of warp drive. Is that warp drive as in Acacia Avenue?" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But it's not what you expect on a Monday tea time or a Friday tea time, uh, Tuesday tea time. Is no, it's Cyberman not. Cyberman menacing Beryl Reed, National Treasure. Absolutely not. Yeah. Or the space uh, artful dodger. <laughs> <laughs> you turn over to ITV and there's Metal Mickey with Irene handling headlock. <laughs> oh, Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think David Banks is really good. He's fantastic. Lo- I, do you I know honestly what? I love- think he's fantastic. I, I do. I, I I do love the the. You can see he's what's left of the hu- human underneath. Mm. Beyond that, I think that's excellent. Um, not not sorry. That's that wasn't that was an awful pun. Excellent, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing no, you can say about the cyber leader in this. His Yahoo yeah. reviews were very one note. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Look. Four, co- four containers. You're either there or you're in the staircase. Okay, see, that, did... that, see that music? It's brilliant. Oh, it's the dread. It's yeah. The, the thing about and that, and that and that clang you get when it ends the scene. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like... <laughs> it's like it always reminded me. You know those westerns when they spit chewing tobacco in the little. <laughs> I just imagine someone off camera going ding. <laughs> Yeah, the music makes it just drives home. Like the thing that frightened me about the Cybermen in this mm. is they're relentless. It's like no matter what you do, there's more of them, and they're always coming for you. So I think this this is what's been missing. I think when they brought the Cybermen back, because it's meant to be something human underneath that, and you yeah. still got that. And I know that I think people have said these some are a little bit too emotional. Mm. Um. And I don't mind it. I think it gives them more of an air of menace, personally, haven't they? Yeah. So emoting slightly. Um, but now they just sort of stomp and clank around. They're like that. Silent killers, you don't hear them coming. Let's see. There you are. Tegan's got ready. She didn't hear that one coming up behind her. Mm. Um, Not but the now you can, hear, where you, where the, you can hear stomp, them stomp, away, stomp. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And they're just robots now. There's no... That whole cyborg thing just seems to have been forgotten about. Mm. That's what you like. You're saying about you can see the jaw under 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 the the perspex and that. It's like it's meant yeah. to be like a mummified human remains, like but dead exactly. but alive. You know. Oh, uh, look at Fris- Sarah Sutton here. Best acting she's ever done here. Look. Yeah. She gets a close up in a second. Astounding. Oh, look at that. Look at the fear in her there. Oh. See, that's a, that's what's brilliant about this episode. This is a bloodbath. This episode. Look, it this is, isn't it? Look. Oh. Worst death in Doctor Who history. There we go. <laughs> the thing is, though, they updated the effects on the the human guns, but didn't bother with the Cybermen ones. <laughs> Which looks a bit pants now. <laughs> Don't bother trying to give it a little kiss of life or anything, mate. Oh, no. Oh, she's dead. Oh. 
the little fella with the tuba sitting from the umpire band sitting just off camera. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone back to eating his clock first now. <laughs> Now, was, was Davison was Davison kind of like your first doctor as well? Not really. I do remember the end of Tom Baker. I do remember the last. I specifically remember the regeneration very, very, very clearly. Yeah. But I think Davison was when I was in the age enough to appreciate it, to understand the stories and stuff. But Yeah. But yeah, this was. I, 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 so I always liked Davison, actually. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I suppose you'd say he's my doctor, really. So that's the thing, because I mean, I. I oh, sorry, sort of I just. Got, I think, that? This bit here. That, he's proper, like, well, he's weighing up. Should I, get, should I let him kill her? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> she is annoying. Oh, you know. Yeah, I know. Be, be quieter on the TARDIS. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Checkmate, I think that yes, is. Yes, definitely, yeah. The thing is, what I, I, I actually, this whole story I absolutely love, actually, because I think the, the first episode when you've got those um, androids in the caves. Yeah. And then when they're, they're sort of killing people off screen and they're just walking through the mush on the floor that was a human at one time, which I think is. Oh, I it's mean, for my. brutal, that, yeah. It's proper, yeah, yeah exactly. I love it. I've just remembered something about this. Go on. For years, because I, I, obviously I didn't see this until like, crikey, probably the DVD coming out. For, so, Oh, right, like, okay. Yeah, 15 years maybe or something be, between yeah. transmission and seeing that. I had it in my, you know, your memory plays tricks on you. Mm. I was sure that the like Lieutenant Lieutenant Scott or whatever he is, the, the burly sort of like hero chap with the moustache. Yeah. I could have sworn it was Adam Chance from Coronation Street. Not the Crossroads, <laughs> that was... <laughs> I could have sworn he was Adam Jones. Now the actor's at James Warwick and he's been in loads of things in the 70s but right now I can't name one of them <laughs> What I can name though he was the voice of Qui-Gon Jinn in the PS1 game of The Phantom Menace Do you know what? That was a hugely overlooked game That was really good, I enjoyed I, that I loved that game as well yeah. actually <laughs> Because it played out the entire mm. film, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Every little scene. It was brilliant. I remember the the, the end battle against Darth Maul. Where you, had to, you had to hit like a grate or something that would give you extra health. Otherwise, you had no chance of beating him. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He, he just whooped your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Going to see David Hunter. <laughs> was, it, was it Amy Turtle, wasn't it? Was it... <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. She was like, Shuey she was McPhee. like the Shuey McPhee, yeah. <laughs> well, he ended up in Doctor Who, didn't he? Did he? Angus Lenny, yeah, Angus Lenny. He was of the he um, he's in um, he, oh, um, Terror of the Zygons. Yes, he, he was the pub landlord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, wasn't Angus Lenny also in the Ice Warriors? Patrick Troughton as well. I've got a funny feeling. I I, I can't remember. I yeah, I, can't. I quite. <laughs> I'm quite sure he, he, he was he a little was. shaggy. No, he was. You're yeah. right. He was. He, he had a long fella, beard and hair. The fellow that had yeah. been out there for months or something. Yeah, yes. that's right. I remember, yeah. Oh, here we go. 
Bye. Now, just pay special attention here. Andrick's hmm. little belt, his rope belt there. Yeah. Is there any special significance to that? Or Yes, it was his his brother gave it to him. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I think that's why he... Well, we see what happens at the end anyway. Yeah. I, I doubt there's anyone who hasn't seen this before is watching this right now. <laughs> well... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I've always wondered whether his last act on this mortal plane was to take his trousers off. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. If it, his brother gave it to him, that's fair enough. But... Yeah. But he, so his last act of defiance is what you say, he, he moons the Cybermen, basically. Well, is what he, <laughs> no, I think he's, he's, he's a teenager. He's left on his own for more than 15 seconds. He's going to have a crafty, isn't he? <laughs> I doubt that, mate. We, we saw his we saw his on the Toss in the first episode of this story. It's full of maths books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another bump. Oh, Oh, not a bomb. I thought it was a bomb. It's been a while since I've watched this, actually. Why don't they cover him in plastic? Well, I think, again, that's a, I think that's another little callback to um, what, the, ice- the invasion. Oh, invasion, yeah, you're right, yeah. Little trip of the sirens <laughs> yeah. gets down the steps there, yeah. Why <laughs> <last step>, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the thought your, your Cybermen would get dusty. Oh, exactly. It's all right, mate. I'll just get your arm around with a Swiffer. <laughs> I must admit, I did have a bit of a crush on Sarah Sutton back oh, in the day. Oh, me too. Yeah, totally. And Janet Fielding, for that matter. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was a bit later getting into Janet Fielding. It was around the DVD <laughs> times. I was like, oh, oh. I know, I, know I'm a, I know I'm a couple of years older than you, but I, I was practically a, a, a teenager when this was, was, this was out, <laughs> so... Well, yeah, you are about the same age as me. You look at... I always look at Andrix like... Andrick? Andrix. Andrix. Andrix is tunic. Yes. They, when I was at school, they used to give you something that looked like that when you were going to use the paints. In, in, <laughs> that smock, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always see him come out and go, oh, they're going to use the paints. <laughs> Poster paints, that's what they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no watercolor oils or critics. It's poster paints. <laughs> and Sarah, give me a <laughs> surprise. <It's... laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, that's a bit Miss Marple music there, actually. <laughs> I've got to say this this uh, freighter it's got very good signage <laughs> everything's very well signposted like is it odd they've actually got lightning reflexes though the so I, mean, I thought they'd be sort of quick off the draw but uh-huh. I think it's only because they've got if, if they'd had some other instrument than a tuba <laughs> it's their theme <laughs> instrument, you know. Well, like a trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Here they come. Look. Oh. So that Sidemen music, I think, is brilliant. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know, it stayed with me for years. Yeah.
I think I think the only problem with this story mm. is it set the bar very high for any future Cyberman stories, and it was always a lot of yeah. diminishing returns, mm. wasn't it? Really. Mm. Here we go. Geek in action. <laughs> right, the first one's your mother's maiden name. His <laughs> <laughs> first pet is the second one. First pet. <laughs> and the, the third one is, is that funny writing that you've got to type in what's in the box. You, you can never read it. It's all weird. Exactly. <laughs> I thought the last one was uh, just to tick this box to say I'm not a robot and pick the pictures that's got an airplane in it. <laughs> but that one's got a bit of a bit of a wing in it. Should I click that or not? <laughs> Actually, it'd be tick this. You are a robot. But yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or a cyborg, actually. <laughs> Blimey. I'm now getting visions of Mr. Logic out of Viz. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh. Oh. Tegan does it again. Yeah. That's very rare for Davidson's Doctor to show a bit of anger. Yeah. Well, he gets a, a bit um, stroppy, to say the least, at the end of this. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your trousers, I think, actually. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh. I'm sorry, we're not taking reservations at the motel this moment. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's the Tegan button they've just hit. <laughs> oh, they're phasing. <clears throat> Follow them. Oh. I swear those chairs come off the Michael Parkinson show. <laughs> oh, there's a cut there. There's a what? Sorry, I, I, um... there's a cut. Um, in all seriousness, I watched this yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. And there's a cut there. You see him shoot the other one on the floor. Oh, because he starts twitching, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. All this has been toned down. Now, why has it been toned down for? Yes, Tegan, the Earth is safe. Safe. Mm. Oh, emotion. <laughs> you can't blame her. They gave her nothing to do in this story. Oh, they didn't. I think that was the... I didn't think it a problem at the time, but you watch it now, you think... That... They really have given them nothing to do in all the stories. I mean, back in the old days, you just go have their own little adventures. They yeah. go like Hartnell's. You have three yeah. companions on the TARDIS, and they all found them something to do. Now, this this is the one. This was oh, this the one that got, did, this did you? Terrified me, this fella. Especially when he gets in. Yeah, we'll see in a minute. But oh yeah, that's it, Petra. <laughs> Excellent. 
Relentless, look. Yeah. He's he's mangled. He's got green muck coming out of his chest, what's it? Still coming for you. This is messed up, this bit, when you think about it. Yeah. The, the thing is going to crash into to Earth and kill everyone. You'd stay, wouldn't you? Andrik's right. You'd stay and try and try and save She's everyone. Trying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. And that is an order. You tell him, Lieutenant Scott. <laughs> Here he is. All man, all action, all moustache. <laughs> it's not an I, it's a lowercase J. <laughs> <laughs> she has to have an alien tell her about this. I know. But again, though, it's it's like the little history lesson yeah. woven into the story. Mm. It's a prime example what we were talking about earlier, history lesson woven into the story. Mm. I know, okay... Probably not the best example. They did kind of stop everything to tell us about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the plot. It is part of the yeah. plot, yeah. It, it does echo back to the first episode with the in the caves. Yeah. You must do it. Not solve anything on that old typewriter. I like that they've got the earth the right way. With like, It's not like looking like it would be now. All, yeah. All the continents are still joined up and that. Hadric's still on board. I've got his sheriff's badge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> still giving you the heebie-jeebies, yeah. that bit. <clears throat> Kill you. <laughs> oh... This is stupid, though. If if this is if you're allergic to gold, don't walk around with a gold grater strapped to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you if you had a, a like a really severe peanut allergy, walking around with a packet of planters strapped to your chin. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Oh no, no, this is vicious. It is vicious. And again, so unlike Davison's doctor. Why, why do Cybermen's screams hurt me so? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I keep thinking of that episode of The Simpsons, that robot, they set on fire, and that means, why? Why did you program me to feel pain? <laughs> <laughs> She's always laughing when she says that as well. This is brilliant, this. Notice this, yes. Oh, water ass. Obviously I know. knows it's going to explode. Yeah, we're getting further and further away. Uh, there we go. Now I'll just, I'll um, just gingerly touch it. Gingerly touch it. <laughs> now look at this. Oh, just listen to him. Oh, that's horrible. Isn't it?
not if I only give us something to do. No, 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 exactly. Again, no trace of emotion. There's a new effect. Yep. And that. Took his trousers off, look. <laughs> now, uh, laughing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this was shocking, though, wasn't it, really? It was. I, I'll tell you what, this actually traumatised. I was absolutely speechless. Yeah, yeah. At the time when I watched this. It didn't help the like next one with time flight, and at the beginning of that, they're like, "Oh well, <laughs> let's go on holiday." Yeah. <laughs> cheer us, cheer ourselves up. <laughs> and it was this. I'd never, I'd, I'd, you know, this silence, no music, yeah. just, just these rusty sheriff's badge, and that was it. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Something you'll be showing off oh. at conventions for years to come. <laughs> It's his party piece, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear, I, I enjoyed that, mate. I enjoyed um, watching that and, and chatting to you through that so one. Did that I, was, mate. Um, yeah, that's, that's a yeah, it's, that. yeah. I think it's it's a bloody good episode. Mm. That um, it just it just amazes me. It wasn't for reasons of watching Adric die because I th- I think at the time he was um, sort of quite liked by people who watched it. You know, if you're yeah, a kid, absolutely, yeah. You know, um, you prayed more in common with him than you did do with that with Nissa or Tegan, yeah. for argument's yeah. sake. He was a bit of a swat, you know, but he was a swat. Mm. Um, not really the artful dodger type that they originally envisaged, no. but um, no, but uh, no, I, th- I think he's. It's, um, he, he went out in a blaze of glory, actually. Probably he did the with, right with, thing. He did, he did what he did Beryl the right Reed thing. Didn't have the guts to do. No. I bet Mooncat tore off a right strip afterwards, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that was excellent. That was excellent, mate. No, thank you. Thank you for uh thank you for for, for uh for joining me on the on this episode. It was it was a, a damn good episode to uh, to select as well. well. Thank you. Thank you for having me, mate. It's it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So um so when are we next gonna hear from the Pharos project? Well <laughs> uh, Well uh, we will be back. Um I am currently like uh just about to move like most of the way across the usa um when i get there i've got to find a new job and i've got to find a place to live <laughs> so <laughs> once i've got those in place i'll be able to afford the, to host the podcast um and we'll be back it'll probably be new year i should imagine maybe even christmas oh there we go um, there we go and also um yes amadora is coming back as well ah it's coming back yes. fantastic we'll be back. uh we're gonna try and Record as many as we can before I move. <laughs> so that, oh wow! So you <laughs> oh excellent stuff. So have you got any um, sort of series of sort of like th- is there be a theme to anything for Hammered Horror or just whatever takes your fancy? Oh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we, we I don't plan anything, Phil. I, I was going to say it's the same amount of plan that went into the, the first series of Hammered Horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excellent! Oh, good. There's a, there's a there's a lot to look forward to then. Brilliant, excellent stuff, excellent stuff. So, um, so before we depart, would you want to give people, um, you know, the the, the nod and where they can find the Faris Project and Hammers Horror no. on on the interwebs? No, no, not bothered. Oh well, 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, God. Cheers. No worries, mate. Well, on that note, I think it's time to, to wrap this uh, this uh, particular episode up. So um, I think in when Paul and I are back um, in the next episodes, we we may be discussing, um, I think it's a, either, a, I think maybe a target novelisation, or if the rumours are true, we could be discussing new Doctor Who. Ooh. In November, so let's. Uh, so I think it's meant to be the thirty-first of October, Halloween. Yes. I think is when the first is when the uh, next series is meant to start airing. That's what I've so heard, we... and as you know, I'm very much not in the know. Exactly, and you'll be doing other things on Halloween anyway. Yeah, totally. Could... Totally, I don't know what they exactly. Are, I don't plan. <laughs> oh well, there you are. There you are. So there, so we don't know what we're going to be doing next month because it's one or the other. There you are. So it's uh, we'll, we'll take we'll wait and see. Is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, um, so until and then, when ha- oh, yes, I'll go. just say when Ferris Project is back, Phil. Yes, we'll have you on to do a commentary of whatever you would like to do. Oh, okay then. I shall. Um, I'll look forward to that. Good lad. Actually, I, I shall. I shall select a, f- a film of, or some description. Mm. Yes. Trouble is, you've covered so many, I can't actually think of what, <laughs> what to do now. So. You and us both. Luckily enough, Chris has got a database. Oh, thank God for yeah. that. He can let he just, he can just send it across there. Thank God for that. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, saves me the bother. See, I don't like planning either. <laughs> right, that's brilliant. Thanks a lot for joining us again, Paul. And um, everyone ever at home, we shall see you next time. So goodbye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you don't want to miss a show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you have time, leave us a quick review also. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, and don't forget to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to leave us feedback, you can do this through Twitter, at who's underscore he underscore podcast, and also through the Who's He Podcast Facebook group. You can find all of these links on our website, who's hyphen he hyphenpodcast.co.uk